Hi. Hi, Megan. What's up? Oh, not much. Just just hanging around. I'm laying in bed right now, and apparently Rocky ate a chapstick, like my chapstick. <laughs> so I'm like laying among pieces of chapstick plastic. <laughs> what flavor? Uh, just like you know the the blue one, like plain, I guess, but like the one with SPF. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I went to the beach this week, so I had to be all prepared, and now it's gone. So okay, waste, hot girl summer, waste of two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag beach girly yeah hashtag beach bum goes to the beach once every three years no like literally it's the one time (laughs) I went all summer and it's pretty much the end of summer so yeah (laughs) wow well how exciting and good for Rocky you know for really expanding his tapes yeah he must have had very dry lips he's like I need that (laughs) SPF he's got that eight hour moisture now He like you look at him. He's got like Kylie Jenner lips out of nowhere. <laughs> I've been feeling really bougie lately because I've been using a Sunday Riley chapstick. Wow, that yeah, is the epitome of bouge. I know someone gave it to me. <laughs> I did not buy it. Um, if you fly first class on United, mm-hmm. you get like a little kit. Really, like a little yeah, and it comes with socks. And a pen and like this like very bougie cushioned night mask, like sleep mask. Oh damn. And it also comes with like Sunday Riley face care and a chapstick. And so these people I dog sit for, one of them's a flight attendant for United. So they gave me one of those. Wow, that's so cute. And wow, that's like legit. I know. First class stuff. For anybody who doesn't know, Sunday Riley is like a brand of skincare and it's like very expensive, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've just been using that chapstick lately. Yeah, yeah I could only dream bomb. to afford Sunday Riley and first class. So good. I for, know. Good for those people, I guess. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm just picking $2 chapstick plastic out of my bed. (laughs) Can't afford a new chapstick until payday. (laughs) Yeah, I carry it in, like, my purse, and I'm like, who am I? (laughs) This podcast has changed me. (laughs) God, you probably, like, apply it in all the most, like, public places just so more people can see you. (laughs) The funny thing is, is, like, I very rarely even choose chapstick. I will say I'm, like, a person that... Well, except for my ankles lately. I'm a person that, like, I have pretty moisturized skin. <laughs> oh, you must be nice. Yeah, except for my ankles. I've been, like, very ridiculously dry lately. But other than that, yeah, like, I really ever have to use, like, body lotion or chapstick or anything. So this this Sunday Riley is really going to, I'm going to get my money's worth, even though I didn't spend money on it. So it's going to last me for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's fun. I like that. Anyway, so this week's sponsor is Sunday Riley and United Airways. God, we wish. Yeah, Sunday Riley. I could. I'm fine without getting sponsored by United. Um, speaking of, and this is like a conversation just for you, but everyone's welcome to listen. So, me and Megan are planning our annual, as in this is the second annual, <laughs> annual fall trip where I fly to New York and hang out with Megan, and we never record the podcast in person because we're just too busy. Just having fun and that would be really weird to record in person now that I think of it I don't think I'd like it (laughs) okay Megan hates my guts and she's too scared to tell me don't you agree that'd be weird (laughs) oh I don't know 
I feel like I just do this so much that I have no. True, I forget you're such a professional. I am, but I can I just... afford Sunday Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that we would like say dumb shit and like laugh too much <laughs> so that no one cares about. Well, I mean that's just the podcast in I reality. Mean, true, we do that in general. Um, but so I was I'm booking my flights to see her and I'm flying my pride and true jet blue. You're the not flights flying are... first class United. <laughs> no, but the flights are like ridiculously cheap. Cheap? And yeah. Why? I don't know. Well, because I'm flying out on Halloween, so it's like clearly no one wants to fly that day. Flying out um, on Halloween? Yes, Halloween night. Oh. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Well, I don't know. You'll have to <laughs> remind me all this. I know you told me, but you'll have to remind me all this when you actually do it. But the flight coming home to get JetBlue first class is only like five hundred dollars, and so I'm thinking about buying it. I mean, wow, a first class flight across the country after a weekend of shenanigans—that sounds top notch. I know, and it's like it's only five hundred dollars. Not that I'm like literally Daddy Warbucks over here, but it's like that's like something that I would be able to afford. And it's like, why not? Like, I've never found first class in my life. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I, well, I have once, but it was for work and it was to Boston. So it's literally a 30 minute flight. Didn't count. But yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. And plus like JetBlue first class is like crazy because all the seats are like lay down. And if you get a certain seat, you get a private like a little cubicle, like you can shut the door. And yeah. they give you, like, free alcohol drinks and, like, a free meal. It's, like, pretty luxurious. Yeah, JetBlue is pretty nice to begin with, so I'm sure their first class is super bougie. Yeah, so I'll keep you guys updated. I don't know. Like I said, this podcast changed me as I'm applying <laughs> my Sunday Riley chapstick. So, yeah, make sure you keep that when you fly first class. You'll feel like <laughs> to really show them. Slathering <laughs> it on your lips, like, the whole time. Like, the flight attendant's talking to you, and you're just like, um, excuse me, like as you're applying, <laughs> and they're like, No, we get it, ma'am. We get it first time, um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that would be like a great because I was like, Oh, maybe it'd be better. You guys, this is literally me planning my trip. I'm sorry that you guys have to hear this. Um, I was like, Oh, maybe it'd be better to buy like the first class going there since it's like overnight and I'm gonna sleep. But then I'm like, No, I'm not gonna waste first class on me sleeping. I'm gonna waste first class on me being wide awake after a long ass weekend when I'm probably hungover and watching a million fucking movies on JetBlue's movie screens in a lay down chair. True, but I mean, I'm not able to really sleep on airplanes, so like overnight flights really do me in. So the thought of being able to, like, fully recline on an overnight flight is, like, it, like, turns me on. Like, honestly. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. See, I can, like, pass out pretty good on flights. So that's why I'm like, well, what the fuck ever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. If you can do that, then, yeah, why waste it? Yeah, I'm going to get it when I'm like, hell yeah, I'm fucked up flying home let's lay down and watch three fucking movies let's go let's, let's go, go. <laughs> so we need some champagne guys... and we'll call it a day <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be drunk by the time i get off this flight <laughs> flying back last time was such a delight because the seats were incredible the movie selection was phenom and 
I had bought a ton of candy from Dylan's Candy Bar because it was, like, right across from my gate. Mm. And so I was just snacking on, like, the best fucking candy in the world. Ugh. Chef's kiss. Wow, you're going to come visit me just to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> love to watch you. Wait, what? I hate to see you go. Love to watch you leave. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be you, except hate to see you love to leave (laughs) (laughs) um anyways that's me i'm just like this world-class traveler if you guys want to fucking donate money to my travels please let me know i'm fucking spending a grand visiting my parents in new orleans for christmas and i like want to die yeah i'm really excited but like it's so expensive that's wild that's literally why i haven't flown home for a holiday since i moved here because i can't be bothered same (laughs) yeah i know but it'll be like i'm there for like eight days and so it's like you know it's worth it i haven't like celebrated i've been been celebrating christmas alone yeah for four years so i'm like i can't imagine luckily i have family upstate that i can drive to but if i didn't then i would probably be doing the same exact thing you're doing yeah, so I've only bought one ticket so far, and it's the ticket there. I haven't bought the return ticket. <laughs> Waiting for those first class rates to drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I only fly first class now. <laughs> I mean, um, you could always, like, fly home, like, on – I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, plan your trips on this podcast right now. But you could always, like, fly home on New Year's Day, and wouldn't that be super cheap, I bet? Uh, Yeah, but I want to be home before that. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll figure it out. I just am like shit. <laughs> Flying's expensive. Yeah, tell me about it. And like, I just genuinely, this is just an AirPod or AirPod airplane <laughs> podcast now. I just like don't really understand like why they raise the rates over Christmas because it's like technically you're making more money during Christmas because more people are flying. So it's like I don't really understand like why you need to raise the ticket prices. Oh, I know. They're absolutely, like, insane. Um, I feel like there was, like, a viral tweet or meme recently that was just, like, airlines will cancel your flight with no warning and no explanation and leave you stranded in some state to figure it out. And then it's, like, me has a life change and has to make one adjustment to my flight. And it's like, oh, that'll be $200. Yep, exactly. Like, who are airlines? I hate them. Same. I could go on, but I won't. Speaking of United, that's actually what I'm flying when I go to to New Orleans for Christmas. Because it's, like, the only one. Seattle Airport is, like, so wild because they, like, have no late-night flights aside from the two that I'm literally taking. Mm. But, like, it's, like, very rare. Like, you have to, like, it's just, like, I don't know why. Um, And so it was, like, the only late-night flight. And I, like, want to leave after work. And so I'm, like, flying out of Seattle, like, at midnight. Mm -hmm. And that way, like, I get into New Orleans at, like, 8 a.m. And so, like, I'm, like, adjusted. Right. And so I'm flying United. So maybe this podcast is sponsored by United. United, please send me back the $500 I spent on that ticket. <laughs> and some Sunday please. rally. <laughs> and some Sunday rally. Thank you so much. <sighs> Anyways, I guess we can actually get on to what this podcast is really about, which is celebrity gossip. <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Actually, no. Let me talk about my upcoming trip. You guys, I'm just like such a worldly traveler. 
Um, I we're down into the final weeks before I go to LA, and I'm actually very excited because I'm like doing like touristy things in LA, which I've never done. Oh, that'll be fun. And we're going to two restaurants that like there's like pretty much a guarantee celebrity sighting. Yeah. We're going to Catch LA and then we're going to Craig's. Ooh, I've been to Catch in New York. Good shit. Yeah. And so I'm pretty fucking excited. I'm like really excited for Catch mainly just because I want the hit me cake. And yeah, but like I'm super excited for Craig's because it's like that's like literally where celebrities eat like 24 7. And there's like constantly paparazzi posted up outside. And like normally, like I don't care about those things, but like now that I have the podcast and I can like actually report back to people to, you know what I mean? Like I'm like very excited to like report back. It's fun. I find it very like I love to like put myself in situations where I would see celebrities, but when I do see them, I like won't act a fool if that makes oh no yeah and like normally i I, i'm not like the person to like ever really like if i see like i don't know i'm not like a person that's like starstruck because i'm just like i mean you're just like a celebrity but like having the podcast to be like be able to tell you guys like i saw this person who we like constantly talk about it's yeah. gonna be like so fun. I hope I fucking see the Kardashians. I would fucking that's like the thing though. It's like if I ever saw the Kardashians, I like probably would die. God, go to Nobu. Aren't they there like every day? <laughs> they eat at Craig's a lot. Oh, okay. Well, oh my god, fingers crossed. I can't wait for you to report back. When are you going? Uh October. I leave October third. Fun. Coming right up. I know. So you guys. <sighs> <laughs> can't wait to tell you about how we became friends with Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yeah, I if can't I, wait. <laughs> if I never return to this podcast after that trip, you guys know what happened. <laughs> I just want to say, do you remember, like, back in college when, I don't know, this might have been even, whatever, when our friend Camille, I say our friend to preface it for people listening but Camille ran into Kylie Jenner Camille's all of our friends on here on this podcast where Camille ran into Kylie Jenner at the mall and they were wearing like juicy the, sweatsuits just, yeah like the velour sweatsuits yeah and Kylie asked to take a picture with Camille and her friend and Kylie posted it on her own Instagram this is how long ago this was that Kylie was literally still like preteen, like juicy couture velour sweatsuits but she asked to take a picture with Camille and post it on Kylie's. It's, it was so funny. Like, let's all take a moment to realize that that actually happened. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, so random. But I do remember that. And I can, like, literally see the picture in my mind. Same. So I think Camille was, like, holding an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. You I guys, go, go follow Camille. She runs a food Instagram called Foodie Meets World. Oh, yeah. It's good cause. Yeah, so on brand for her to be holding an ice cream cone in her mall shot with Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Damn it, Camille. If only you'd known. <laughs> I know. Um, but what I'm saying, if I don't return to this podcast, it's because I'm in Kylie Jenner's house being her best friend, wearing juicy velour sweatsuits and eating ice creams. She refers to you as Jordy. <laughs> no, she refers to me as Morgie. <laughs> She might be holding me captive there, but I'm okay with it. Don't send help. Yeah, I wish the best for you. Good luck on your endeavors. Thank you so much. Speaking <laughs> of the Kardashian family, let's get into the gossip with them let's this week. do it, because I don't know a lot about any of this. So fill me in. 
I just want to issue a formal public apology and admit that I was completely wrong and uninformed um, to a Miss Kimberly Noel Kardashian West. Uh-huh. Last two weeks ago, I said I can't imagine her uh, shape. Sorry if that got interrupted. Someone just tried to call me. I yeah. can't imagine her shapewear line doing well because I just said there's like there's no market for it, uh-huh. and the market's oversaturated. And there's already been so much commotion with her naming it kimono and having to change the name and push back the release. Uh-huh. I was a, I was a dumb <laughs> bitch back then, you guys. <laughs> I was a dumb bitch who doesn't know shit. Well, that's the thing because it's like. You're right. Everything you said was right. But that's just like the insane power they have. Yeah. So let me say, you guys, her skimware, remember how she named it Skims? Skims is still dumb AF. Yeah, still dumb Skims. She finally released it yesterday and she made it sold out within minutes. And within minutes, minutes she made two million dollars um how long did it take her to make it i didn't hear you <laughs> minutes <laughs> to to preface that to like put that in perspective spanks who like you guys i mean like we refer kind of like with kleenex like tissues aren't called kleenex like that's a brand yeah but they're such a big brand that everyone calls kleenex or tissues kleenex and like band-aids Band-Aids aren't called Band-Aids. That's right. just the brand. But they're, like, so big that now every, any Band-Aid is called a Band-Aid. Yeah. Um, and that's how Spanx is. And that's how Spanx is with shapewear. So to, per- to put that $2 million in perspective, she made that in minutes. Spanx, the number one selling brandware that's super popular, made $4 million in one year. Oh, Wow. So I she did. made half wow. their profit in minutes. That's insane. Insane. And it's completely sold out. Literally every piece of the shapewear is sold out, which is insane because they sold it in different sizes, different like shapes. It's like one is like missing a leg, one is missing an arm because that's like her whole thing. They sold, like, bras. They sold, like, bike shirt. Like, every single piece is completely sold out. Yeah. And she released it yesterday. I'm looking at the uh, the Skims Insta now. And, I, I mean, it is cool. Like, she's very inclusive in her, like, sizing and her models and in, like, the color options. That's cool, obviously. But I also think that's kind of just, like, expected these days. It's for someone releasing a new, like, clothing brand. Yeah. I I don't know. I just maybe like wasn't expecting it to sell that much. I hate to say this, but like Kim is like not as popular as she used to be. You know, she's kind of been out of touch. Yeah, you're totally right. Like I don't think that this had the amount of buzz that like her makeup line did or something. Her she got her. Of course, all of her sisters are involved. I think that also helps. Yeah, it too. That the fact that like every sister posted a video about it and like Chris. Yeah. Um. But, you know, she's just, like, not as relevant as she used to be. And that's okay. I mean, she's been doing it for a long time. So I, I just, like, wasn't – I just, like, didn't know what I was expecting. I just, like, maybe, like, wasn't expecting that. Um, but she did that. 
And I'm almost positive, knowing how smart her and Kris Jenner are, I'm almost thinking, like, they knew from the beginning it wasn't going to be called Kimono. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And they did that to create buzz around it. Also, like, when things like these, it's like they'll produce less product just to sell it quickly so they can say that, like, it sold out. It sold out. Yeah. But still, like, she made $2 million. So it's like they had to make a ton. (laughs) Yeah, true. Also, um, I'm looking at their Insta and this, like, whole, this, like, little full body thing that's going on, like, with the shorts and, like, a full body skimmer. How do yeah. You, how do you pee? You gotta just take everything off, I guess. You don't pee. But what if you're in a dress? If you're in a dress and you're wearing that under it, you would literally have to take off the whole dress, like, over your head. Yeah. And pull that whole thing down. There's gotta, there's, they're not, like, a little button (laughs) like a zipper in the crotch that you just there there might be i don't know there has to be i didn't get my hands on the skims oh you weren't part of that two mil i was not part of that two mil i'm so sorry you guys i really disappointed you and i didn't want to admit that um okay well now i'm on the website and i'm full-on investigating this how does one pee in a skims also i will say that um of course, they put Kendall in the one that has the leg. You know what I mean? The leg missing. Yeah. Because I said it. I said it. You're going to look like a sausage no matter what. So they have to put the very thin one with rail legs in it just to reduce the sausage effect. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that it even looks that great on her, but obviously that's not the point. You're not running around in just that. Shapewear? <laughs> I, I don't really know much about shapewear, to be honest, because I don't really wear it. So Same, clearly. That's why I can't figure out how you pee. <laughs> but yeah, even like Kendall's leg is a little sausagey, and she has very thin legs. Yeah, it's not even like sausagey i mean i don't know she has like actually pretty big like quad muscle you know but like yeah and it's popping the muscles like i don't know it just it's obviously not meant to be worn like that but obviously i mean honestly we could be wrong this could be like the greatest shapewear and it could be like life-changing so we'll see we'll when everyone gets their products in the mail we'll we'll hear the reviews and we'll see what's going on with this skim shit I'm okay. All right. All right. I'm still okay. Yeah. I need to do more research into this because now I'm genuinely concerned about not just this shapewear, but like how you pee in any shapewear like that. Because <laughs> there's like a full, there's like a full bodysuit that has like, you know, like from tights, tights and everything, not just the shorts, but like tights. Yeah. I'm looking at it now too. Like, do you just pee through it? I would. <laughs> huh? So you pee your pants? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, someone tell me. <laughs> I don't okay. know, because, yeah, now I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't. <laughs> oh, that's cool. On the website, you can see each item of clothing in your size. Oh my god, I've always wanted to see that because 
sites like never list that because you can like you can see each oh that's that's actually really cool okay good job kim that's cool because you can like select anything from xxs to 4x and if you select your size it'll show oh my you God. a model in that size that's actually really cool except the 2x model and the 4x model are the same oh okay Okay, the 2X, 3X, and 4X model are the same. So, oh, not on the one I'm looking at. Oh. Oh, well, maybe some are sized differently. Like, it's more of, like, a... Like, there's but, less sizes. That's actually so cool. So, I'll give her that, because I've always wanted companies to do that. Because I'm like, you can't sell me something and say, like, oh, it comes in this size. And then show it on someone who's wearing the small size. So, I'm like, that's not going to look the same on my body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's actually really cool. Um, so you guys can go check that out. It's skims.com if you want to look. It's all sold out, though, unfortunately. Um, but she did come out today and say that they are restocking. So cool. Well, Good for her. Whatever. Go Kim. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of Kim, there's kind of solid rumors that her and her family, and by her family I mean like Kanye and their kids, are moving to Wyoming permanently. Wow. As you guys know, Kanye recorded his last album in Wyoming. Um, he spent the whole summer there recording the album. Then they had like the album release party in Wyoming. Um, and he's just really loved it. I can't believe that was like over a year ago. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But they just bought a $14 million ranch in Cody, Wyoming. And they were touring elementary schools. And then Kim gave an interview that says, like, in the next 10 years, she sees herself living in Wyoming on a ranch, becoming a lawyer, and practicing law in Wyoming. Huh. So, and they bought, this, Good this, for them. they bought this ranch already. $14 million. I mean, I can see that. I feel like that was, was the beginning of a storyline on the last season yeah that's so crazy though to think that they'll just like drop off kind of like the face of the earth you know and just be like live in wyoming and she'd just be like a lawyer (laughs) i can see that i think it's time and honestly like that's what kanye wants and like kim's you know i feel like they've they've done kim's thing for a very long time now and this is something kanye's been pushing for so i hear that marriages are all about compromise who would know but so maybe that's what they're doing there. It's Kanye's turn to get what he wants. Plus, they're, like, too famous for L.A. You know, they're so famous that I feel like they have to, like, really fucking remote. We're, like, and, like, listen, I have the right to say this because I'm literally from Wyoming. I was born in Wyoming. I spent every single summer in Wyoming. People in Wyoming don't give a shit about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Yeah, they need to live somewhere that's, like, rural I guess if that's the right word to say like rural enough where people just won't give a shit and won't bother them yeah but they'll see them at the grocery store and be like okay <laughs> yeah like I'm trying to think of like an example of that because a lot of celebs do that I don't know like doesn't like Angelina Jolie do that I don't know whatever but uh, it makes <laughs> sense yeah so Kim might just be done being a celebrity and being out in Wyoming so 
I guess we'll see. Um, although I still like just think that's like super crazy. <laughs> Mainly because like Wyoming is like such a random place. It is, but clearly... and there's like no one that lives there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, and then you know and it's like... gonna be. It would be the type of thing where people care a lot at first and like try to go like hunt them down. You know, like as far as like paparazzi goes, they'll try to like, yeah. seek them out. But then, like, literally after a week, no one would care anymore. And yeah, because they they'd be like, their... oh, you're just, like, living your lives. Yeah, <laughs> and they would just have their, like, I don't want to say total private. As private as they could ever get. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be people that, like, influencers that, like, try to move to Wyoming and then realize how much it sucks and then be like, oh, shit, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, shade to Wyoming. Like, literally, I mean, Wyoming's, like, literally the most beautiful state in the country and no one, but it's, like, a hidden secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Kimya is about to ruin it. Oh, my God. My grandma becomes best friends with them. <laughs> well, you're already going to be best friends with Kylie with your ice cream cone at the mall. So I'm like, hey, everyone, meet at my grandma's tonight for family <laughs> dinner. Me and Kylie are flying in on her private jet. <laughs> um, and then this coincidentally, this Sunday was the premiere of the newest season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I have not watched it yet because I literally have not watched anything since Sunday because I've been pretty busy. Um, um, me neither. I literally didn't even know that it was starting again, actually. Oh, yeah. The first episode was this Sunday and it kicks off with True's birthday party, hmm. which I was kind of controversial because it was the first time that Chloe and Tristan had seen each other face to face since he cheated on her with Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she allowed him to come to True's birthday party. She wasn't going to at first, but then she decided to be the bigger person and allow him to come. Reports have come out that said the night before she allowed him to come to the house so they could, like, talk about the birthday party. And he tried to kiss her. <sighs> yep, well. Uh, we, I don't know. I don't really have much to say because I haven't watched the episode yet. So, yeah, I'm professional. <laughs> I mean, that's not in the show. Um, but yeah. Like, who do you think you are? Like, she's allowing you to come to your daughter's birthday. She's, like, being nice and you're trying to kiss her? Tristan! God! This is... He, like, literally, like, nothing goes in his brain. Well, yeah, I mean, also, I never have much to say about Tristan anyway, because you trash. That's all I have to say, always. But during the episode you can see him and Kanye being in a, there's like no conversation, like they're playing music over it, but you can see him and Kanye being like in a heated conversation. And it's because Uh Tristan confronted Kanye at True's birthday party and was mad at him because Kanye allowed keeping up with the Kardashians to use his song Runaway for like the season teaser. Um... While they're like, when they like show Tristan like cheating. Um, I mean, that's literally Kanye's song. <laughs> and he's like, they, you let them use that and they purposely use that to show me in a bad light because it's like, this, for any of you guys who don't listen to Kanye West, Runaway is like one of his most iconic songs. It's fucking 14 minutes long. Um, I love it. And it's like, here's a toast to the douchebags. Here's a toast to the assholes. Blah, blah, blah. He's talking about pretty much people fucking sucking. And yeah. so they use that in like a pretty very dramatic teaser trailer for keeping up the Kardashians as like the background music and everyone's like clearly talking about like Jordan being a piece of shit friend and Tristan being like a piece of shit 
partner. And so Tristan's mad at Kanye for allowing them to do that. And I'm like, how about you be mad at yourself for like even being in that situation? Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. And also, like, it's Kanye's song. Like, why are you... You can't be mad at him for using his own song. Yeah, and it's like, if the lyrics fit, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, and it's also just, did they even play the lyrics in the song? It, I thought it was just like the... In the teaser, I thought it was just like the background music, because the background music is all dramatic. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, everyone obviously knows it's Runaway. Yeah, yeah, true. True. Tristan, the lyrics wouldn't have been so hurtful if they didn't apply man you're the only one to blame in this situation yeah and you're just making that connection now for people who didn't even realize it before you're a douchebag <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> um and then keeping up with the kardashian family over here kylie and travis are coming kylie and travis pose for playboy and they're pictures are going to come out soon Kylie had just posted like a teaser trailer on her Instagram and it's actually like a really beautiful photo (laughs) yeah wait it's on her Instagram right I think I saw it but I have to go look again yeah she's like naked you can't see anything besides like her butt and she's like hugging Travis oh yeah there it is Mm -hmm. so that should be coming out soon I don't know when I'm assuming like the next issue of Playboy Um, I thought Playboy was like dead but I guess not they went through a rebrand. Oh, right, right. And they're doing, like, less nudes. And, like, more artistic and, like, whatever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so we'll look see. out for that. The picture that she did show, you. I mean, like, she's clearly naked. You see, like, the outline of her body. You see her butt. But it's actually, like, I think, like, a pretty great photo. And it seems like there's, like, a, you know, like, a very, like, loving photo of their relationship. Yeah. I mean, and obviously... Really- Clearly, they seem to be one of the more successful relationships in this family at the moment. And then, like, Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. They really seem to have their stuff together, and they seem to be kind of happy and in love. So I wish them the best. Me too. And obviously, Kylie has, like, a banging body. Yeah, for real. That's what happens when you're a billionaire. You can get fillers. And I'm not saying that to be a bitch. Y'all know I love Kylie. She's, like, literally admitted that her body's from filler, so... (laughs) Yeah, more power to you. I know. If I was in that position, bitch, you best be being like, I say hi to you in the grocery store and you're like, I don't know you. And I'm like, no, Megan, it's me, Morgan. <laughs> I got rich and now I look beautiful. Um, Random thought, random Kardashian thought before we move on. Were you were you done for a second? Yeah, go for it. Um, I also saw this week that apparently there's a, there's, you know, like the Comedy Central roasts. Mm-hmm. There's a roast of Alec Baldwin coming up, and Caitlyn Jenner is on the, uh, you know, like the the panel of oh my roasters. God. I know. I actually cool. really always enjoy those. Me too. But they always get that like random, like kind of desperate celeb up there, and it's like, what are they doing here? And it's Caitlyn this time. <laughs> oh my fucking god. First of all, she's literally not funny. Yeah, well, she's it's tough, but it's good. It's tough, but it's good. <laughs> she's like not funny, and I feel like she can like never form a complete coherent sentence. Yeah, she just doesn't have like the cadence or like the timing in like the way she speaks to make something funny. If that makes sense. 
Like also, her personality fucking sucks. Yeah, and even funnier, I was going to send this to you, actually, but they're starting to release some clips from it, because I think it's airing, like, next week. And in Small World, Blake Griffin is another one of the roasters. No way. <laughs> yes, Blake Griffin has dated Kendall. 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 Yes. And they're starting to release some teasers, and he makes a pretty sassy joke towards Caitlyn, and it's funny. <laughs> At least someone up there is funny, for fuck's sake. I was about to say, I mean, the jokes that you can imagine him saying towards Caitlyn are kind of obvious, but still, they're kind of funny. <laughs> That's so un- annoying. Like, I just wish people would stop paying attention to Caitlyn because she's, like, truly the worst. <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like god like her agent or publicist must be feeling really good about that gig but yeah like, no one cares like, alec and like to be on alec baldwin's roast listen i have some opinions about alec baldwin but like none that are like very deep but to be like on alec baldwin's roast like he's very famous especially like in the comedic world so like, yeah. you know it's gonna be like one of the most watched rose so like like, why wouldn't you get good people on there exactly like alec baldwin is probably generally a trash person yeah to your point he's kind of iconic and they could do so much with this also i mean it's random enough that they got blake griffin (laughs) yeah these are so rando yeah but either way i really enjoy watching those so i'm sure we'll have more to report on that oh they're already releasing like the six best moments from alec baldwin's roast oh well more there Jeez. well we'll we'll report back oh robert de niro's on it oh that's a good one see (laughs) imagine being robert de niro and like showing up and you're like these are the people i'm sharing this roast with yeah wait it's Oh, God, these are kind of rough. Robert De Niro, Caitlyn Jenner, Nikki Glaser, Adam Carolla, Chris Redd, Caroline Ray, Ken Jong, and Blake Griffin. Okay. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with most of those except for Caitlyn and Blake because I think Blake's just, like, really random. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well... More, more on that. Um, what else should we talk about? I have my notes in front of me, but I'm just trying to see. Oh, I know what I want to talk about, and it's in your notes. Bring it up. Let's I go. Want to know your thoughts on Caroline Calloway? Oh my god, I've even debated not talking about this because, ugh, wow, what a story! And it's funny because I was literally going to text you today and be like, "Can we talk about Caroline Calloway?" Because I got caught up on everything today. Like, I've been seeing it floating around. But today, I really took the time to take my deep dive. And wow. You guys. You can give the background because it sounds exhausting. Carolyn Calloway. I actually didn't know about her until last year. When she went viral for pretty much setting up, like, a scam workshop. Influence workshop. Oh, I didn't even know about her until, like, last week. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I like had heard about her last last year. She okay. Let me just say this, as a as a broad spectrum, Caroline Calloway is like one of the first like kind of 
influencers on Instagram. She kind of was like one of the first ones out the gate. She started being like an influencer back in like 2012, like right when Instagram first started and not like everyone was on it. Yeah, um, like one of the and that meaning one of the first people to like buy their followers and like well that was revealed today, but yeah, and like get through like you know because there were no FTC guidelines and all that of like current influencer life as we know it back then. Yeah, so she would just like post like she was like an NYU student who's like going to be a writer, but she has like rich parents, and so she would like post her like being in Italy on instagram and like posting her meals um and like just posting like aesthetically pleasing photos and like writing these like long captions that were like pretty ridiculous about like i'm just like a small being in this universe but life selected me to be like the journey -er of like italy and being in sicily and the spirits of all the talent you know like just stupid things like that they're you're just like Bitch, just say you went to Sicily. Yeah. <laughs> like a, She's like the ultimate, like, study abroad girl. Yeah, it's, like, truly not that deep in the, like, it's just, like, one of those girls that are always talking about, like, the universe. Yeah. And, like, I just love, you know, like, I'm just so filled with love. My tiny soul is so filled with love that the, like, just things like that. And it's, like, bitch, you ate pasta in Sicily. Like, you and everyone else. Except literally me and Megan. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you're not the first person to go to fucking Sicily. Yeah. So she would just post things like that. So she's just kind of this very obnoxious influencer. She's truly the worst. I hate her entire personality and her entire social media presence. Um, But whatever. People fell for it. People loved her. Mm -hmm. And so then last year, she said that she was going to put on an influencer workshop in several U.S. cities and European cities. Mm -hmm. Um, They were a flop. Tickets were almost $200. And she promised that she would get a personalized notebook, that you'd get like a coffee with oat milk, because this was like when oat milk came out, it was super (laughs) popular, that you'd get... um, a flower crown made out of orchids that you would get a class taught by her about like how to use your creativity and how to build an Instagram brand. Um, and that you get like a vegan salad and that you get um, like a personalized little gift basket. Cause she was going to stalk everyone's Instagram who'd signed up and make a gift basket for them based on their Instagram posts Mm-hmm. And that you would get your own little um, mason jar garden. Mm-hmm. And that there was a um, meet and greet yeah. on that as well. So she had sold tickets for this event in different cities like New York, Boston, D.C. She had sold the tickets before she had ever booked venues. So people are buying these tickets for venues that have not been booked. She then said that she, it was so exhausting making the salads that she encouraged people to bring their own lunch in a brown <laughs> bag. Oh, um, God. Then she ended up having to cancel all the workshops besides the one in DC and New York. And then she, because it was, she couldn't find a venue because she never found a venue before selling tickets. And then 
she couldn't afford any venues in the city she sold tickets to. So then she asked all of her people in Philadelphia and D.C. to take a train that they would have to pay for themselves up to New York in order to go. And she, like, wouldn't reimburse her tickets. Uh, she couldn't afford, afford all the orchids for, to make flower crowns. So she had orchids for f- the photo shoots, like, when she would meet people and they'd take a photo. She had an orchid, just one, that people could stick in their hair. But they, they couldn't take. Everyone had to share it because she could only afford one orchid. One grubby orchid that everyone's touched. The meet and greet she didn't go to because she thought it would be better for everyone to meet each other as fans of hers and get to know each other and hopefully make new friends without her taking away all the attention. Mm-hmm. Her class ended up being like 10 minutes and she like didn't give any information. The garden, the mason jar garden, she ordered 1,200 mason jars to her studio apartment in New York and was, like, posting about how they, like, didn't fit in her apartment. The mason jar garden ended up being a mason jar with a packet of wildflower seeds in it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Basically just, like, a fucking shit show. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that many details about it, but holy crap. Yeah. Oh, and then the the loft space in Brooklyn that she found, she said that, she at first said that, like, she wanted people in Philadelphia and D.C. to come up there because this loft space was really the essence of her and she's never felt more magical and more at home and she just thinks it's the perfect place and she just can't imagine having a workshop anywhere else. So can you guys all come to Brooklyn instead of in fucking Philadelphia? (laughs) Uh, But it's actually because she didn't of book event spaces and then no one would book it to her because it was last minute and she couldn't afford the prices um and then there was no chairs people had to sit on the floor which she probably lied and was all like she did the that's the point (laughs) She, she sure did yep she tried to spin it she's so you guys if you i don't know i will say like i have a pretty great skill of being like a very good read of people like I can just get I can just know people's like secret flaws and like all their personality traits from just like even like reading their Instagram like I just I don't have a lot of skills but that's truly a skill I have is like I can fully sum up a person's personality pretty quickly Mm -hmm. reading her Instagram post she's so insecure and delusional and like truly sick in the mind full of like delusion and I don't even mean to be like she's like delusional like she's truly like medically delusional yeah such a manic person it's like scary to read her post because of how manic and unhealthy it sounds and she's so unaware I mean I'm creeping her now and it's just outrageous she's yeah well and especially in the last like like literally just within the last 12 today hours, it's yeah been insane because whatever the point the reason why this is relevant now is because there was an article released on the cut by a girl who is who was like friends with her throughout all of this time like college and whatnot and her name's natalie yeah and had to deal with caroline's you know mania basically and caroline found out like two weeks ago that this article was gonna go live but she just like didn't know when so basically ever since then she's just been like posting like in total like defense mode and spiraling 
yeah, hard. I don't even know what's going on. Like, I can't keep track of what's going so, on on her Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah, Natalie had posted her article today. So, what the story is, is that Natalie and Caroline had met in college. And Natalie was, like, Caroline is, like, one of those people, you know, she's, like, a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. And Natalie fell for it. Caroline was beautiful. She had, like, fake lashes. She had, like, beautiful cashmere sweater. She had, like, a beautifully decorated apartment. Natalie like was, one like, one of those living... people that draws people in. Yeah. Like, a weak, yeah. Yeah, like, weak people in. Um, yeah. And Natalie, you know, was, like, living the struggle college life. She had, like, a shitty apartment. Her roommate, like, wasn't paying rent. No one had, like, ever told her she was beautiful or that she was a great writer. Pretty weak, pretty insecure person. And I, like, mean that in, like, the best way. Like, I'm not trying to, whatever. Um, and so Caroline obviously noticed that. And she put her claws into Natalie and pretty much used her for the next few years. Natalie, like, pretty much wrote Caroline's autobiography yeah this really revolved well at least that particular story did today it revolved around like a book deal that caroline promised natalie that she could have part of the like profit and that like she could have the rights and she would have editor and this would be a good way to launch natalie's career and blah 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 but basically she was just kind of like bullshitting her the whole time yeah caroline would never like meet her deadlines. she like lost a ton of book deals because she just like couldn't meet the deadlines natalie was like working crazy hard and like writing these pages being like a ghostwriter for caroline pretty much but like not making any money from it and like every time that she'd like be like you know what this friendship isn't like what i thought it was and i'm through then caroline would be like no natalie i love you you're my best friend you're the best writer i know you're so great blah 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 And, like, reel her back in because she's a master manipulator. Uh And so, finally, after, like... And, like, Natalie helped Caroline get her Instagram following. (laughs) Natalie would take these photos. She would curate them. She would edit them. She would curate the captions. She would write all these captions for her. And pretty much helped her get this following online, which led to the book deal. But Caroline treated Natalie like shit. She, like, abused their friendship. She would, like, say very mean things to her. She blew her off. She would forget about her. She wouldn't talk to her for some time while she, like, hung out with rich and famous people until she needed her. And then she would come back and be like, no, Natalie, you're my best friend. And this just, like, went on. Just, like, true definition of, like, a toxic friendship. Um, And this went on for years. And then last year, Caroline got even more famous because she was a scam artist on these influencer workshops and so natalie decided to like write this piece about her that's like listen this is who she truly is and then it came up in the story that caroline had actually bought her original followers um she bought fifty thousand followers when she first got instagram mm-hmm. so she she always like used to be like oh i like got all these followers and like i'm like a a self-made influencer like I built myself from the ground up blah 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 but it turns out like she bought all of her followers and then she would also buy ads that looked like it was like for a brand so then people would go and follow her um yeah so that that came out today that was pretty much like oh like so this whole thing was like fake and like people didn't actually like you back then like true like that you faked it until you made it but like you didn't build yourself as a like ground up as you always claimed to be she just always twists things. She's very manipulative. Like, when she lost her book deal, 
she because she just refused to write and submit anything she said that she purposely didn't submit anything to stick it to the patriarchy because the book company or the publishing company wanted to focus the book around her dating life and the men in her life so she was sticking it to the patriarchy by not submitting anything when in reality she never wrote anything because natalie wrote it and she would never submit and miss deadlines and so she lost the deal and then like she's yeah sorry. and then but sorry eventually at some point natalie was like f it this is my career i'm gonna write this stuff without her and yeah then, but then caroline like threatened to like kill herself yep yep just like a very truly sick master manipulator which i hate people who are manipulative i can like sense that shit from a mile away and i then people like never believe me when i like tell people like that person's like cannot be trusted They're you can like, like you can like see it in her eyes like in yeah. her pictures i don't know i'm probably just saying that now because i i know and i've read the story and i'm familiar but you can like see it in her eyes and her pictures she's just it's just like evil yeah she truly doesn't care about anyone besides herself she's like extremely manic and now she's blaming this whole her treating natalie bad on her being addicted to adderall and her like going through adderall addictions and so like when the natalie so natalie had reached out to caroline at first and said like listen i'm gonna post this piece um and natalie and caroline was like post all these things that are like my friend that I treated terribly for years is posting a tell-all piece about me. And most people would think that I'd be upset, but I'm truly so happy for Natalie. She's the best writer I've ever known, blah, 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 blah. Pretty mm-hmm. much trying to rope Natalie into being her friend again and maybe stopping the article via, like, Instagram captions. And mm-hmm. Natalie, luckily, finally stood up for herself and was like, no, I'm still posting this. Um right. But for, like, days before the article came out, she was posting on these things that's like, I want everyone to read Natalie's article. I want the cut to hire her again. I want them to pay her more money this time because she deserves it because she's the best person ever. And I was truly wrong. And then as soon as the article came out today, she's gone on this fucking manic spiral where she's reposting every fucking picture she took from, like, the years that they are friends from like 2012 to 2016. Yeah. Reposting every picture and caption and putting by me, by me, these captions, these photos are us are by me. Her Instagram feed is like four or no, it's like seven rows down at this point, And it's just from fucking today. It's insane. She's like fucking manic and spiraling. And it's like, actually it's so uncomfortable to watch. And, like, the last one I'd seen that she posted was, like, gonna go laugh it off and have a drink with my gal pal, blah, blah, blah. Like, today's so silly. And it's, like, girl, you're so fucking manic and delusional. Like, you're sick. Like, you need help. I know. It's it's wild. It is wild. I will say that she needs help. And also, fucking good for Natalie for getting this crazy-ass, like, viral story out there. And this girl who has been stringing her along for years like promising with the hopes of like boosting her career good for her that this story about her is ultimately the career boost that she needed so good for her truly i fucking love this win for natalie we love a glow up i just have known people like fucking caroline and it's those those people just make me sick to my stomach because i like truly believe that they're like so evil and like do not have a soul like they're they're fucking psychotic agree so fuck you, Caroline. Yeah. Fuck you and your manic spiral. And normally I feel bad for people that are like in those situations 
a little bit but for her like I truly don't because I'm like you don't even still get it like you still do not even get it well yeah she doesn't get it and also she like loves this title of like being the scammer you know yeah like she's not even really a scammer the article talked about it a little bit there's like she's not really a scammer she's just like you said delusional (laughs) yeah she like doesn't believe she's because she twists everything to be like, oh, no, that's what I wanted because it's more genuine and more me to sit on the ground instead of having fucking chairs for these people. Yeah. Like, and, like, scammers are smart, not yeah. delusional, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, my God, if you guys cared, if you guys keep seeing the name um, Carolyn Calloway, or Caroline, sorry, Caroline Calloway all over, that's, that's what's going on. So, you guys don't have to, like, go down the rabbit hole of being like, what's happening? That's the story you guys can look her on her Instagram, although, I don't know. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen the movie um, Requiem for a Dream? I haven't. Oh, it's very dark, and it kind of reminds me of her in some way that it's, like, it's just so fucking manic. And, like, yeah. so crazy. So, like, sickening to watch, like, this happening and her just being, like, this person where you're, like, holy shit. Like, you are on a fucking nether level of, like, bad person like bad human i know now i feel like i know too much and i'm always kind of regret it because i'm in too deep i know like it makes me kind of feel sick yeah um but while we're on talking about dark stuff it's hard for me to talk about dark stuff on this podcast because it's like hard to transition but i guess while we're here this week um someone was arrested his name is cameron james patet petite i don't know how you pronounce his last name but he was arrested this week and is facing some pretty serious federal charges um he is a drug dealer and last year almost a year ago or yeah it was a year ago a few days ago um he sold mac miller as you guys know everyone knows mac miller he sold mac miller counterfeit oxycodone that was laced with fentanyl and did not tell mac and that is what killed Mac Miller. Um, if you guys don't know, fentanyl is this very, 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 very extreme crazy drug. Even, like, the tiniest bit can kill you. Mm-hmm. It takes, like, 0.001 whatever milligrams to kill someone. Um, so he sold him counterfeit medication that had fentanyl in it. And that's how Mac Miller died. And so they finally, like, figured that out. Finally caught up with the person who sold him drugs. It's kind of weird how it was like almost a year to his death um mac miller died last year on the 7th so today's mm-hmm. the 11th um so it's kind of weird how it was like almost a year to his death but kind of like poetic justice right so yeah. this guy is going to be spending the rest of his life in prison and thank god oh, is it the I'm... rest of his life yeah oh wow there are like very serious felony charges on him well good that's yeah. I mean, I yeah. feel like in a lot of these cases, we don't, like, people, families and whatnot don't really get the justice that they might want. And so that's, I think that's and not not- for his family that they get some type of closure here. I agree. And, like, obviously, Mac Miller had a part in this. He bought the drugs. He took the drugs. However, right. addiction yeah, is a disease. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to put fentanyl in a drug and not tell the person is literally like pretty much like Just premeditated murder. murder. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to kill that person. Mm-hmm. So 
Good. That's good. Um, he has his trial date in October. So right now he's just in prison waiting for that. Um, so I guess when we know his sentencing, we'll switch back around to that and talk about it more. But I'm really happy for his dad. His dad put out a statement today um, just saying, like, how much he hates this person, how much of a trash person he is, and how great of a person Mac Miller was. Because even though he had his demons and his addictions, he truly was, like, a great person. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that he's, his family's finally getting some justice. Agreed. Very sad situation, though. Yeah. Yeah, very sad. Um, and, like, so crazy. Please, you guys, like, do not, like, buy, like, random drugs. Like, you truly just, like, never know what's in shit. Right. Um, but onto, like, sillier news to rack up the spirits. Yeah. Amanda Bynes, speaking of crazy people on Instagram, Amanda Bynes has an Instagram again. Um, she had, like, a verified Instagram, but she stopped posting on it. You know, you guys know what happened with Amanda Bynes. <laughs> um, she comes in ebbs and flows of whether what she's doing. That's of glory. A- <laughs> ebbs and flows of glory. <laughs> um, but she has a new Instagram. It's at Amanda Bynes Real. She okay. just started it. She she shared it from her verified Twitter, so we know it's her. And she has shared five pictures so far. Um, a lot of them are selfies of her. She has recently dyed her hair pink and she has recently graduated from FITM. So she showed a little graduation photo from there. So, yeah, if you guys want to go follow Amanda Bynes on Instagram, she's out there. She's wanting you to follow. She's sharing it for you guys to follow. Once again, it's at Amanda Bynes Real. Just living her kooky little life. Aren't Just living we all? her kooky, pink haired, big banged life. Yeah. You go, girl. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? She graduated from FITM and I'm proud of her. Yeah, I mean, I I love her. I love loved Amanda Bynes and she fell off the radar and but now she's back and I just want the best for her. Same. I truly like want the best for her, although it's like so crazy to me because I feel like her now and her back then are like truly two different people. Like I can't even connect in my mind that that's the same person. It, I was just going to say the same thing. Like I have to consciously remind myself that this girl on this Instagram is the same girl who was in like what a girl wants and like she's the man <laughs> yeah like and like the and like she was also in um easy a and like that wasn't that long before she oh like, my gosh went you're off. right that was like her last movie before like her before she like retired <laughs> but like her face looks completely different and like i don't know she just looks different yeah talk about some maybe not so good fillers but I'm yeah not, i'm not here to criticize people's looks but me either it just blows my mind that's like truly the same person like i my mind, like, really can't comprehend it. I'm, like, saying it now, but still part of me, like, is, like, no, it's not. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I'm going to follow her. Love a good Insta follow. <laughs> um, and then in other news, catching up with Gigi Hadid and Tyler C. from The Bachelorette. I mean, like, what's going on here? They're, like, fucking serious, you guys. Unfortunately, sad news, Gigi Hadid's grandmother had passed away um, last week. Which is actually very sad. She was kind of featured a lot, or a couple times at least, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Gigi's mom, Yolanda, was on it. And she seemed like a very kind soul. And they also, like Gigi and Bella also post a lot about her on their Instagrams. And they yeah. seemed, they were all very close with her. She had definitely, cancer. Definitely very close and very sad. Um, I really, my heart goes out to Yolanda because her and her mom had like a really great relationship. Yeah, they're they're so sweet. But they're 
whole family. Yolanda's very close with like, I don't know, like her. Oh, they're just sweet. I know. TBT but... to the good old Real Housewives of Beverly Hills days where they go to Amsterdam and Granny slaps Lisa. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you beast, beast! <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about my husband. Oh, you, you don't want to talk about, about the husband. husband. <laughs> Eat you, some bread, you'll don't, feel better. Don't make me say what I know about the husband. <laughs> glass slamming you don't talk about my husband Kyle run out (laughs) truly iconic and the best scene in real house history and Yolanda's mom was a part of that trip so yeah because remember they like they like rode the bikes around the windmills and that guy told Yolanda that they used to date and she didn't remember him (laughs) yeah and she's like oh we shared a kiss (laughs) (laughs) she's so funny okay before we continue on the story, I have to ask you a question. That's kind of a hard question, so I'm really sorry. Oh, no. I hate it when do you, you do this. Do you prefer that scene of them at dinner? Or, like, which scene do you think is better? That scene or the ending of Real Housewives of New Jersey season one when Teresa flips the table? Oh, definitely Beverly Hills. Okay. This Teresa thing, which is funny because I actually rewatched a lot of New Jersey Housewives recently because I hadn't, I've never watched the earlier seasons. So I was watching that all for the first time and like, I don't know. It's almost like a little too much. It's a lot. (laughs) Not that slamming glasses and like calling people beasts at the dinner table isn't a lot, but it's just kind of not, I mean, it can't really compare to flipping tables. And like the meaning, it's too much way. But so that Beverly Hills will win for me. You beast. What about you? Beast. Oh, that's like one of my favorite scenes in all television history. Honestly, it's literally just for that exchange. I mean, there are so many iconic lines in that, but for that exchange, you beast. Beast. Like it's so (laughs) dramatic. In the best way. And then Kyle running out at the end is like my favorite. Yeah, and I, I love it. I and mean, I love a good Lisa Rinna getting fired up. You do not mess with Harry Hamlin. No. And plus, like when. <laughs> my you don't favorite... mess with Harry Hamlin to the point where we still don't know what the fuck Kim was talking about. <laughs> oh my God, I do. Did I never tell you this? I don't want to tell you on the podcast because I don't want to bring down Harry Hamlin and I, I don't want to give slander, but I'll tell you after. Oh my God, text me immediately. And how do you know? And how do I not know? Oh, because I looked it up. I'm sorry for everyone who's like a mysterious, like, what happened? You guys can look it up too. The only reason I don't want to talk about it is because it was kind of serious. And there's no evidence for it. And so, like, I don't want to put out this bad Harry Hamlin press yeah um, we're still trying to get Lisa Rinna to adopt us <laughs> true <laughs> and this could ruin our chances I think one of my favorite parts of that that scene though is like when when um Kim tells Lisa Rinna to eat some bread and she'll feel better yeah. and Lisa Vanderpump <laughs> is so offended for Lisa Rinna she's like oh you're horrible <laughs> it's like because she told you to eat some bread <laughs> okay here's here's a question um what what scene is better joyce is a big fat pig or (laughs) beast beast although you know joyce is a big fat pig 
God. Honestly, I thought that's what you were going to ask me when this first started. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm not ready. (laughs) The dynamic between Joyce and Brandy goes down in history of like best (laughs) casting. Yeah, that whole episode is the cringiest thing ever. Oh my God, like when Brandy gets drunk and like tries to get her to go swimming with her and says that like racist comment and Joyce is like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then she kept calling her Jocelyn. <laughs> and then and then Brandy's fucking dog goes missing. And, missing. Joyce, and Joyce is all like, you know, my dog has died too. And Brandy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Brandy's like fucking drunk <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, okay. That episode's pretty outrageous too. But Oh no, she kept calling her Jacqueline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. What did you say? Jocelyn. Oh, she kept yeah. calling Probably her Jacqueline. Both. Probably both, to be honest. And she was like, my name was Joyce, and you know this? And she was like, really? Because I think when I think of Joyce, I think about a big fat pig. <laughs> yeah, their dynamic, it's like Joyce says that, like, calm, like, talks to Brandy like she's a child thing. And that drives Brandy nuts. And Brandy's just hammered constantly. So she just comes back with, like, the low blows. Oh, God, it's so good. Joyce is a big fat pig's name. <laughs> And Lisa Vanderpump is, like, cracking up. I know. And it's, like, blows my mind because I recently followed Joyce on Instagram and her and Lisa Vanderpump are still, like, best friends. They, like, get together for, like, once a week. Yeah. I actually saw that somewhere. Like, Joyce was hanging out at, like, Tom Tom or something. Well, yeah. At her birthday party. At Lisa's birthday party. When oh. fucking Denise went by herself and no one would talk to her. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't watch Real Housewives, everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, honestly, if anyone listening hasn't watched Real Housewives and they're thinking about it, I would kind of suggest starting with Beverly Hills. Oh, Beverly Hills. Listen, I, like, don't really watch any of the other. Sometimes I'll tune into New York, but Beverly Hills is by far my favorite city. It's just never not good. (laughs) Yeah, we used we used to be super. Remember when we were super into New Jersey? I mean, I still am, but I definitely remember watching that together with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly like the because, original cast. Mainly because we'd make fun of Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Also, speaking of Real House of Beverly Hills, they were in. Uh, they walked all the girls walked in a New York Fashion Week runway show this week, and it all looked hot as hell. Dude, I know. Um, fucking Dorit has such a hot bod. Dorit is so hot. Did I send you that old picture of her that she posted on her Instagram? Oh, I don't think so, but I want to go look. Oh, she posted a TBT of herself. And I was, like, going to send it to you because I constantly tell Megan how, like, beautiful Dorit is. Like, I hate love her. I hate love her personality. But I think that she's, like, so gorgeous. And she was better this last season. Like, she ended up being, like, a decent character this last season, I thought. Decent in perspective, I guess, with the other oh, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, like, I don't hate her fully, but I don't. I'm not like she's not one of my faves, but I think like she's just so beautiful. She posted a TBT earlier this week. Not that she was like ugly, but I was like, damn, money truly can just buy you any look. Wait, this of her graduating? It probably. Holy shit. I know. Megan, that's what I'm saying. When I fly first class and I get Sunday Riley and I become best friends with Kylie Jenner, you're not even gonna be able to recognize me. Yeah, wow. 
goals. Yeah, she's such a babe. Um, wait, we didn't. Okay, first of all, I digress. But we didn't even talk about the GG news that we were going to talk about. I know. The reason why that all started. And um, um, they cast a new Beverly Hills housewife. Well, we talked about that two weeks ago. I followed her on Instagram. Her name is Garcelle. Garcelle Beauvais. Beauvais? 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 Probably Beauvais. Um, Yeah, she's, like, in stuff. Like, I've seen her places. Yeah, she's, like, an actress, right? But also, I thought we only talked about this over text. I forgot that we talked about it on the podcast, if we even did. We did, because I... Someone had brought it up. Oh, well, I'm I'm excited. Me too. I forgot who she was and I was like, who is this random person? Because I followed her on Instagram when I found out she's joining the cast. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, when did I, like, I've never seen this person. Like, why am I following this person? Yeah. And then I was like, oh! She's a yeah. new housewife. Wait, oh my god, this picture of her from four days ago wearing that newspaper dress. Oh my god, I know. In those DG glasses. Those are amazing. Iconic. Because I also follow her on Twitter, and I was like, "That's the day that I was like, who the fuck is this person?" Because I got on Twitter, and that's like the picture I saw. And then I got on Instagram, and I was like, "Who is this?" And then I was like, "Oh, the housewife." <laughs> yeah, I think she'll be a really good addition. Me too. So I'm excited for that. Back to this Gigi news. Her and Tyler C from The Bachelorette are still dating, and they're pretty serious because Gigi's grandma died, and she brought Tyler to the funeral. And not only is that a big deal, just normally. But Gigi's grandma lived in, like, Holland or wherever. Yeah. The straight, like, he went to the Netherlands for a day. I'm confused. At first, I saw this, and I didn't think it was true. But then there were photos, and it's obviously true. Because they're, like, in a picture with Bella, Anwar, and fucking Dua Lipa, who's dating Anwar. But I actually think they're really cute. Um, and Tyler and Gigi, like, have their arms around each other. But I'm so confused because, I don't know, I... I guess it's not that confusing because someone's probably managing his Instagram account while he's making these random trips to the Netherlands. But he was like posting stories like of New York City, like he was here. What? Yeah. So I'm like, are you trying to be sneaky? Like, are you trying to like? Oh, that would post- make sense. Yeah. I guess, but I mean, obviously, people are gonna post photos anyway. I don't know. Maybe he's still getting the hang of this like fame thing. But that's why I didn't believe it at first, because I was like, um, no, Tyler's literally running through Central Park right now. <laughs> but maybe they're trying to throw it off because they didn't want, like, a little paparazzi at the airport because that's, like, a sad time for them. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm sure there are a million reasons why you could have done it, but just for a second, I was so confused. <laughs> that is confusing. Why well, I didn't know that. But, like, how serious of when someone also- that you have to, like, be dating that you go to fucking the Netherlands for their grandma's funeral? Like... That's, like, a pretty serious relationship. Like, you're going to the fucking Netherlands for a funeral for someone you've never met for this person you've been dating for, like, two months? <laughs> also shocked that Dua Lipa was there, too. That was the point of that. Because her and Anwar haven't even been dating that long. Yeah, but she's got, like, the cash to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, true. I mean, it's obviously that Gigi was probably like, I want you here. We have an, an extra seat on this private jet that we've already booked. Yeah. That's true. And also, like, Tyler, going back to what I was just saying, Tyler, don't kid yourself. You're not that famous yet. You don't need to be posting, like, diversion Instagram stories <laughs> to let people think that you're in, like, the park. <laughs> I still just, like, can't believe that Gigi Hadid, of all people, is just dating some random off the, off the Bachelor. I mean, he's a total babe. And 
um, you know Wells, Wells, yeah, Wells. He like tweeted the other day. He's just like, like saying how he was like the original bachelor contestant to date a celeb because <laughs> he is engaged to Sarah Highland and they're so cute. But it was funny. They're so cute, but like Sarah Hyland is so famous, but like not Gigi Hadid famous. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean Gigi's right up there with like Kylie. <laughs> yeah, like very fa- like untouchable famous, and then she's just like with some random because like the guys on the Bachelorette are just like randos. They're just like people that you like went to high school with. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I was, I was, and am like total team Tyler when he was on the show but like I was kind of like team Tyler for Hannah if that yeah. makes sense yeah because he's kind of really just like a like you said just a normal ass dude yeah he's like I from Florida know. like random yeah like I don't want to, yeah just just a normal ass dude and like Gigi's like grown up like a millionaire her whole life because her father and her mom her mom was like a famous model her father is like this famous architect who has like a ton of fucking money and so and like she grew up in like malibu and like huge mansions and it's like it's just like so random like she's never like oh i was like a normal person and then became a model now i'm famous it's like no like this has been her life before she was a model her mom was like on real housewives of beverly hills you know what i mean and like her stepdad was like david foster so i'm like this is like so random (laughs) i mean i guess it's cool like i like how she's dating someone normal it kind of like makes her seem down to earth and like good for him but it's just it's it's just it's weird (laughs) i know but i'm like well who can i date then i know i mean i just want bella and abel to get back together (laughs) they did get back together they are back together wait i thought they broke up again they did break up but they're back together as of yesterday all right well why wasn't he at the funeral because he's busy, Megan. I don't know. They're like living on different coasts right now, but they are back together. So not not every sibling's significant <laughs> other. other can drop everything and fly across the world for a funeral. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. But yes, they are back together. They are still together. Love is still real. He has a new mustache. Things keep moving. Yeah, not a fan, but would still bone. One hundred percent. Um. Oh. <laughs> Um, um, totally forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. No worries. Um, moving on to our next thing. Megan, have you seen the picture of Lily Rose Depp and Timothee Chamelay <laughs> kissing on a yacht? Yeah, why do we have to talk about this? I can't handle it. Because it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and that's saying a lot. You okay, guys... Morgan, here's a question. Would you rather look at picture of timothy chalamet sucking face with lily rose depp in every reflective surface you look in or or a picture of sean mendez and camilla cabello sucking face in every reflective surface that you look in definitely lily and timothy (laughs) (laughs) Um, they really? yeah agree. I guess honestly agree. I do love because it doesn't. It doesn't bring me rage with him, but I love him. I love and... him too, and their relationship is real, and it doesn't bring me rage as does Shamila. Good point. Good point. 
But there's a picture of them kissing on a yacht that surfaced this week. You guys, they're both in their 20s. It's not like they're, like, two, like, kids who happen to be famous that are, like, 15. No, they're, like, both well into their 20s. Not well into their 20s, but they're, like, in their early 20s. And it looks as if neither of them have heard of kissing, have ever seen a kiss, have ever given a kiss, just have never even known what that was moments until moments before when they decided to experiment. Okay, and in this particular, he literally looks like a little boy. Yes. I get that he is in his early 20s, but the way that he's like sitting in his swim trunks like, he's kind of pale, and he's very thin. He just looks like a little boy. Ooh! Like, uh, <laughs> who I'm looking at. And, like, so pale. <gasps> yeah. And, and like, like, lanky. Yeah, and his face is just, like, bleh. Just, like, mouth open. Bleh. You guys, I highly encourage you to look up this photo. It's horrifying. They're both kissing not on the lips. It's like they both missed each other's mouths. But they're both very wide open. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I can't stop looking. Oh, here it is from a different angle. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like they, like, literally, he could be dead and she could be giving him CPR. It's as if someone was like, have you kissed yet? And they were like, no, what's kissing? And they were like, you guys, like, open your mouth and put them together. And then so that that's what they did. Yeah, so we're just like, oh, okay. Maybe I mean I don't know. You know, you're on a yacht. Making what? Some, you have some what? What does that mean? I feel like yacht kisses are better than normal kisses because you're like I'm, I'm on a fucking yacht. I'm getting there. I'm getting to my point. I said you're on okay, a okay. yacht. You've been in the sun all day. You're a little loopy. You've probably had some drinks. You look at your man, and he's looking dead <laughs> so you gotta give him cpr yeah no well in her opinion he's looking good so you just want to go for it and eat him go f- yeah i don't know <laughs> it looks like she just kind of like thought he was looking good and like went in for the pounce and he bleh, he dead fished it it looks like he maybe got sun poisoning and passed out and she was trying to give him CPR, <laughs> which does happen on a yacht. When you're day drinking in the sun on the water, things happen. That's what I'm saying. He's clearly ill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If you guys haven't seen, please look up. He's Truly clearly horrifying. He's clearly ill and she's clearly frisky and good for you, girl. You get your man. But Timothy, come on. You can do both better. of you stop, stop it, get some help. <laughs> um, in great news, you guys, I'm happy to announce that Nicki Minaj is retiring. Yes, oh my god, how have we not been celebrating this? Thank fucking god she's going away, but like, Thank she, god. I don't believe it, I never believe it when any celeb says that they're retiring because. They never, yeah. they never do. They never do. I fucking hope so. I hope she just goes the fuck away and we like never hear from her anymore. She's off her fucking radio show. She's done making a, a being a bitch at re- award shows. She's done threatening Cardi B at fashion parties. Like she's gonna go marry her fucking pedophile husband. And she said she announced on Twitter this week that she is retiring so that she can go start a family with her 
I think they actually secretly got married um, with her new husband, who is a murderer and a pedophile. Also, her brother's a pedophile. And so, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Ew. And she, like, loves her brother and, like, visits him all the time in prison. Oh, God. So, yeah. No. Okay, well, Nikki, like, <laughs> keep your promise, please. And but just, like, stay away. The last thing we need is, like, Nikki Minaj wannabe, like, Elton John five retirement tours later. That is what we don't need. We need that from Elton John, but we do not need that from Nicki Minaj. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So, you guys pop the champagne, because as for now, she's gone. Who knows when she'll be back? Ding dong, the witch is dead. For now. Because she said before that she was, like, going to retire from music, but I hope she's just fucking done. Um, Also, I'll say it. Don't care. Hot Girl Summer is a great song. I know it's, I know it's been out for a while and Nikki's on it and I've been listening to it for a while, but I do have to give props to that song. Nikki's featured on it, although I don't like it because of Nikki. I like it in spite of Nikki. That song, listen, that song has nothing to do with Nicki Minaj. That song is a beautiful brainchild of Megan. Meg the Stallion. Yes. Agree. Um, have you seen, I don't know if you've seen the video for it, but there's one part at the end where they're like twerking on lawn chairs and Megan the Stallion looks sick. And then, but Nikki like puts her arms, like her hands, like on the grass, but like her butt is still in the lawn chair and she looks just it's like twerking and she just looks odd. <laughs> Cause she don't got it anymore. Yeah, she did not was, got it anymore. It was weird. It was weird. It left me feeling weird. And that has nothing to do with her age because she's still super young. She's like 36 or something. It just has to do with her personality. <laughs> it just has to do with twerking in lawn chairs. There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. <laughs> just like kissing on yachts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> kissing on yachts while twerking in lawn chairs on the yacht deck. Catch me this summer. (laughs) Um, In great news, also, Britney Spears is finally free from her father after 11 years under his conservatorship. Yes, I know. I said that great. Thank you so much. Why is that word so hard? I don't know. But finally, after 11 years, after all the allegations of him holding her hostage, him forcing her to go to mental hospitals, him not allowing her to travel, him not allowing her to have an iPhone, Mm -hmm. him putting his hands on her children, Mm -hmm. she is finally free, you guys. Free Britney 2019 has actually come true. Yeah, good news all around. I cannot believe it. I, like, never thought this day would come, and I'm, like, so happy for her. It was um, decided in court, I think maybe today. So she will still be under conservatorship, but this time she'll be under her – she's had, like, a caretaker manager um, for the past few years whose name is Jody Montgomery. And so Jody Montgomery is now her conservator instead of her father. Which – And her – oh, sorry. But- Sorry, but let's face it, it probably should have been that person from the very beginning because yes. getting family involved in this type is just, it's all just too close to home, literally. Exactly. Because, like, as your parent, 
like you're obviously gonna make decisions that you think are best whether they're not right or like not you know yeah so this person is like unbiased um and they've worked with britney for years and so this is someone that britney trusts it's someone that britney's mom trusts someone that her attorneys trust um so that happened i think either yesterday or earlier today um and then her father like put out this thing that was like oh it's because he he's stepping down due to health issues which her father did have like a pretty serious health scare earlier this year supposedly um but it's like no they had been putting this in motion since Brittany got out of the mental hospital (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm i'm really happy for her and obviously especially since the news came out last week that he like may have hit one of her sons yeah, about time to make a switch up. Yeah, so perfect timing. Britney's finally free. Free Britney. Everyone use a hashtag on Instagram. We did it, y'all. We did it solely because of this podcast. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, we've only ever wanted the best for Britney. I know. When I think about her life sometimes and like all that control and whatever and how she like can't be friends with people and whatever, it like truly makes me so sad. <laughs> right. Because she seems like just like such a genuine person. Yeah, I just want her to like do weird dancing videos with me for my Instagram. <laughs> same, same. Um, and then the last news of the day, Miley Cyrus has put out a music video for her new song "Slide Away," which is obviously about her tragic divorce with Liam Hem- with Liam, yeah, Liam Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Um. For some reason, I was like, no, not Liam, Chris. Listen, they're basically the same person. Um, with Liam Hemsworth. And it's pretty smart because it's like, so when Miley first came out with her album Bangers, it was when her and Liam first uh, separated. And she put out her first, the first song off of it was We Can't Stop, which is like about her partying. And in the music video, it's like her at like a house party that's like pretty, like a pretty big rager. She's, like, drinking, she's twerking, people are, like, making out, she's, like, you know, licking the foam finger, she's, like, in, like, her underwear. Dick! Dick! (laughs) It's, like, this crazy house pool party um, where everyone's just, like, fucked up, and she's talking about, like, doing drugs, whatever. So, in this new music video, Slide Away, because in the song, she's always saying she has grown up from partying, and that's why her and Liam have divorced, because he's still into that, and she's not. Mm -hmm. Um, the music video is pretty much the morning after that party from years ago, and she's like over it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's like pretty like smart and like artistic to show like oh like that's like such a beautiful like full circle. You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'll have to give it a look. She's like in the pool. She's like recreated some scenes from like that music video where she's like swimming in the pool. She's like you know standing instead of like joining in on the party she's like standing off to the side she's like looking disgusted she's like looking whatever like so over it and so it's pretty like full circle although it like breaks my heart because I obviously still want her and Liam to like work out because I'm like can't let go of things yeah and but we can't stop is iconic yeah so I think it's like a great I don't know like what a perfect idea for the music video like just truly full circle of like your life as bangers when you first went through this breakup and you kind of, you know, went on your wild phase and, like, whatever, to, like, this breakup where you're, like, a grown adult and you're over that, and that's, Mm -hmm. like, why, like, that, what caused the breakup. 
<laughs> I know. I'm like truly still not over it. Like I want to be happy for her and Caitlin, but I like truly am just like I don't know. Like you're not Liam, so like I just like don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm you guys like weren't in the last song together, so like <laughs> I'm still in mourning. I'm still like convinced, like down the road, like this will like cause him to like go to rehab, and he'll like they'll like reconnect. I mean, I hope so. I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's okay. Me too. I hope he's like, I lost the best thing in my life. I gotta go to rehab. I gotta like start this shit. Yeah, because I mean, we see how Miley's doing. She's been like out and about. She's coming out with new music in this video. So like, we kind of know. But he, we don't really know. And I hope he's okay. Same. Um, But that's it. That's all I have for you guys today. That's all the gossip. Not too much crazy stuff has happened this week. I know. Thank God for Caroline Calloway or else we would have had nothing else. I know. This would have been like a 15 minute podcast. Yeah. And so it's an hour and a half. Hell yeah. Y'all are welcome. We're fucking selfless. I skipped dinner to record this. <laughs> oh, you are selfless. I know. I'm very hungry. Um, Megan, anything to add? No, I'm going to go eat a cookie. Oh, baddie alert. It's midnight. I'm wild. Ooh. Shit. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to go cook dinner even though it's fucking 9 p.m. <laughs> and I will catch you here next Wednesday for another episode of Pop Cultured Swine. But if you are listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because that's how we trick more of you into listening to this bullshit. <laughs> and then if you're on Instagram, you can follow the podcast Instagram, which is Pop Cultured Swine Podcast on there. Or you can follow me on my personal Instagram which is Morg, and it's M-O-R-R-R-R-G-G, four R's, two G's. So, until next Wednesday, goodbye, Megan. Bye.